Welcome to the Pinwheel Podcast, Hope for Florida's Families. I'm your host, Heather Jones, Project Coordinator of Prevent Child Abuse Florida. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Pinwheel Podcast. Today we have our new Executive Director of Prevent Child Abuse Florida, Ms. Chesley Richardson. Hi, so nice to be here. It's great to have you. Um, I just have some questions so that our listeners can get to know you better. Um, I first question is what brought you into the career path of child welfare? Oh, that is a, a long story that I'm going to try to make really short for us. Um, but it's also one of those stories that feels like a million years ago, but yesterday all the same. So um, I graduated from Florida State University with a degree in health education, and I always wanted to go to school to be a health teacher. I had an amazing health teacher in seventh grade, and that was my dream. Uh, as soon as I graduated, health education was no longer offered in schools as a complete course. So a lot of times uh, they'd have a health teacher, I mean, a PE teacher teach health, or they might get a health uh, unit in a biology class or home economics class. And none of those other subjects were for me. So um, I really didn't know what I wanted to do with that degree. So that led me to sitting at home doing DIY projects, painting rooms and furniture and all of that. Um, I was newly married and all of a sudden my parents were like, you got to get a, go get a job. Like this is, this is nice. You've had some time alone, hanging out, trying to figure out your career, but you need to go get a job. So both my parents um, were longtime DCF workers, have retired from DCF. Uh, probably at some point, my mom and stepdad had said, you know, this is not the job you want to do, but then turned and said, you're going to work. And we know that there are um, needs out there for uh, case managers. And so they gave me the right people to talk to. And lo and behold, interviewed and became a protective services case manager here in Leon County. From there, I took on lots of different roles in child welfare, uh, lots of special projects, went into foster home licensing and intake and placement, Um, did some work with diligent searches, trying to find family members for kids that were in foster care to get them out of licensed care and into homes uh, with family. And did all sorts of things with the lead agency here in town and also moved to Panama City and did the same work over there. So after moving to Panama City, uh, we moved back to Tallahassee very quickly. We had three kids at this point, and I knew that direct services with families and being on call was not uh, an area that I was going to be able to sustain. Uh, I looked into some other career choices and found... Uh, Healthy Families Florida had an opening for program specialist. Now, I had no idea really what I was getting into when I came over here. Um, But immediately going to training and learning about primary prevention, it became very clear to me that the world I had been working in before was needed But also, there were so many things that could be changed in that world if the focus became primary prevention for children and families. 
Awesome. Uh, I would love to see some of those DIY projects, though, you know, just <laughs> because I am a DIYer myself. So my second question is, uh, what is something you wish you had known earlier? Yeah, so just going talking about that primary prevention, I feel like in the world of child welfare, especially when you go in as a very young case manager, you don't hear the word prevention. You don't hear about prevention programs because you're already deep in it. And so I wish I would have known more about the different services that were available to families before they ever became involved in the child welfare system. Yeah, for sure. That um, what we really strive for is spreading the awareness of these prevention tactics that can keep families out of the system, but still get the help that they need. So that's definitely a main mission of ours. Yes. Uh, do you remember a moment where you felt you made a difference in the life of a family? Oh, gosh, there's I probably worked with hundreds of families over the 21 years that I've been in this world. Um and I think all of them had times where myself and my coworkers or the programs that I was working for made differences. You know, it's it's kind of heartbreaking sometimes when you think about you feel like you take a couple steps forward with a family and they're really on the right path and then something happens and it's something out of your control, out of their control, and they might take a step backwards. And that was really hard for me to keep, you know, control of when I was working directly with families, I really internalized a lot of that. And and what did I do wrong? You know, what was I not giving to the family that they needed? And it took a long time and probably a little bit of maturing to know that that's, that's not what I was there for. I'm not coming into their homes and working with them to fix them. It was my role to come in and support them on their journey and give them the tools. And so once I was able to kind of make that mind shift for myself, I think it helped in the way that I worked with families from there on out. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I know that working in direct services can really take a toll as far as personal responsibility and compassion fatigue. So totally understand that. And I'm glad that you had that realization that supporting families is what we're here for and building on family strengths is is what we strive for. Um, another question is, what are some of the challenges you think the field of child welfare faces today? I think a lot of the challenges are challenges that were there back when I was first starting, too. And it's not to say that the field hasn't made progress, but the world has changed a lot. I feel like case managers, child welfare workers, investigators, that whole realm of, of family support um, really needs a lot of training and ways of working with families and making sure the services that they're providing are centered on that family, not just checking boxes, not just making sure that we are meeting deadlines or documenting what we need to because somebody higher than us said so, but training on how families exist in this world and how families that have trauma may not even recognize they have trauma and trauma that I have looks different than the trauma that you have. So kind of that deeper, um, more... 
uh, social emotional kind of work with families and children, I think that may be a place that we could enhance uh, train or professional development for child welfare workers or social workers that are, are working with families and kids. So how do you think that your team here at Prevent Child Abuse Florida can help solve some of those problems? Well, now that we have had the opportunity to kind of merge what we were already doing with professional development with the great efforts of Prevent Child Abuse Florida, I think we have an opportunity to really bring some great training uh, to the child welfare field and to our community partners um, through not only the trainings that we already offer, but also keeping track of child welfare trends and developing new trainings and professional development with those experts in the field. We have recently been awarded the honor uh, to be able to provide Florida Certification Board continuing education credits for our trainings. So I think that will help us to provide the support that child welfare professionals need in order for them to continue their learning throughout their careers. Awesome. That is great news. Um, I also wanted to ask, what is some advice that you would have for those who are just starting their career in child welfare? Probably going back to don't take it so hard on yourself. I think anyone that goes into this field or anyone that falls into this field kind of the way I did uh, wants to help people, right? That's what everybody says. I'm in this field to help people. Um, But understanding that helping people takes a big toll on yourself. So making sure that you're understanding that you can do all the things that you possibly know to do, and families will still take their own journey. And that's okay. And that's expected. And that's what we want. We want families that we are working with to take ownership of their life's path. And sometimes that is not exactly the the way that we think the path should go. And that takes a toll. So making sure that we're keeping care of ourselves and keeping track of our own wellness, making sure that we have a support system ourselves uh, is very important in this field. It's It causes burnout and, like you said, compassion fatigue. And that's not what anybody wants to see. We want people to stay in this field for a long time because they came into it and stayed because of some reason internally. Uh, but we want them to stay. So we have to take care of that that inner person too. Yeah, de- definitely self-care is extremely important in this field. And I'm glad that you mentioned that. And um, speaking of compassion fatigue, we do have a training as far as handling that, don't we? Yes, we do. So speaking of the trainings, um, what does the future hold for this new prevention services unit? Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to narrow this down. Uh, Being in this role for a whole, I think, 26 days at this point, um, I have lists and lists and lists uh, going of all of the things that I think we can either improve or build upon or just create because of the amazing talent that we have with this group now. Now that we've taken the Prevent Child Abuse Florida team from a staff of three to a staff of nine, I think, with an extra cadre of contracted trainers, I think we have the ability to really uh, shake things up 
and provide a lot of support for our partners and bring on a lot more partners throughout the state. Um, so, you know, come down, see my office, Heather. I've got chart papers all over the walls of all of the ideas. Um, and I'm just really excited to move forward and brainstorm with you and the rest of the team on how we can move forward. And we are looking forward to that so much, Chesley. We're really happy that you've joined our team. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Pinwheel Podcast, Hope for Florida's Families. To contact us or learn more, visit preventchildabusefl.org.